0: Everything is well, hello,
1: everybody. Yes, it must be Sunday, and yes, it must be floor o'clock. Floor o'clock. How about four o'clock? It's because here I am, and there, hopefully, there you are too, and enjoying yet another glorious day out there. Oh, yesterday was oh, awesome, 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 awesome. Oh, I did not want to come in whatsoever, and I'm getting ready for the landing of. Uh, my Alaskan daughter that lives in Alaska uh, and my three grandkids, one I have not met, my, the six-month-old, uh, that's Rockney, and then we got a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and they're coming, they're landing, picking them up at the airport tomorrow morning at six o'clock, and they're staying at our house for a month. So let the shenanigans begin. Um, say chaos is going to ensue. I may be in bed right behind <laughs> them because they get up like at four or five in the morning, and then uh, they are going steady. There are no naps in that family. And they go steady until they usually go to bed about 6, 7 o'clock. Oh, my goodness. So I may going to bed about 7, yeah. 38 o'clock myself. <laughs> we'll see. I'm not getting any younger. That's funny. But, yeah, so it's, it's going to be fun. I'm just, oh, I'm, I'm tickled pink. So yes. the landing of the grandkids is coming. These are the, I do have one grand inherited grandchild. I call He's 23, and he's going to be getting married June 1st. Because uh, when I got married, my husband had two ch- children. And, so, and I yeah. hate the word step. This is my stepdad. This is my stepson. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. So I always call them that. You are my inherited kids. Yeah. I inherited you by way of marrying your dad. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to think about yeah, it. I, do, I like I, it. Yeah, I don't like that step. Yeah, so people start saying inherited instead of step. That sounds so uh, Cinderella. Yeah, people. Yeah, stepchild. That you know. the, yeah. the, you, know, the uh, you know. They're so nasty.
2: Right. So, uh-huh. People always ask, Are they nice? Are they mean?
1: <laughs> yeah. When you say, Oh yeah, I have a step. Yep, stepmom. No, exactly, yeah. exactly. So so we'll see see what happens here. Yeah. Uh well, and today is Happy Happy Cinco de Mayo Day. Yes. We're going to be doing some trivia about Cinco de Mayo Ooh, along with other things, okay? I like that. So yeah, it seems like my show does wind up especially this year that all the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a lot of day. It, yeah. That I'm on the radio. Not, right. It's not the week of, it's yeah. the day. So you got to do that. You got to throw a yeah. little Cinco de Mayo in there. It'll be fun. Yes. And uh, then a couple of course, your trivia questions or whatever, and all your questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a reminder that um, uh, Sue is going to call in and talk to us about uh, the relay for, or Bark for Life. That's May 11th that, you know, I'm on the committee of. And uh, you guys still, you can donate uh, to my call or to my. Uh, my team, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can go to uh, org slash Bark Stillwater MN and then put in Katie's Canine Cruisers and, uh, and donate to my team. It'd be greatly appreciated. And hopefully you can come out for the day too. I'll be calling, calling Dog Bingo. No, we're not playing with real dogs. It's just cards that you have to get, you know, like three German Shepherds in a row or whatever type of thing. And so, yeah, come on down, play bingo. There's a kid's corner where the kids can go in and do just crafty things. And then there's a, uh in the middle is games for dogs to play. And uh, then we have a kitty dash is new this year, where by age groups, you know, like maybe one to two or one to three is going to run. And then, you know, so there could be like two, three groups and they all get a little medal with a dog paw on it. So hopefully you guys can come on down and enjoy in the festivities. That's May, Saturday, May 11th at Barker's Alps in uh, Bayport. That's next for, week. Yep. Yep. Cool. <laughs> From nine to noon. So please, uh, hopefully you will come on down. So it'll be cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see where we're at. Uh, I know I got something else written down. Want to do my paper? <laughs> I lost my paper. Oh well. Let's go to our first. We got a first guest today. Today we got guests coming left and right. That's kind of cool. Uh, so first, we uh, let's go to the first one. The, my oh no 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're gonna okay, pull up there. I found well, my paper. Oh, okay. I, lo- I was looking to my left. I was to my right. <laughs> but that's okay. Oh, well, we there can you get go. To that later. <laughs> it's no big deal. Okay. okay we've got Donna uh, coming on the show here. She wrote two books that are way cool. Hey, Donna, how you doing? Just fine, Katie. Nice to talk to you. So nice to uh, enjoying the beautiful day today. Oh my goodness. Last, yeah, yesterday and today. Just, we deserve it. It's wonderful. I know. I can't believe we got two days in a row. That was just, today (laughs) I thought it was supposed to be more rainy. It is a little bit cooler. When the sun's out, it's great. When the sun goes down, it's a little bit cooler, but it's great. So, you are the author of two books here that I've got uh, that you were so nice to send me, and they are so, it was a great read Uh, Pet Parent. Paw Formations. That's an awesome one. 30 Promises uh, from You to Your Beloved Dog. That that is really, what made you decide to come up with that one?
3: That one, my first book, Katie, took me almost two years to write because I had to do so much research. My second book, the one that you're referring to now, Pet Parent Paw Formations, I wrote. In three days, I, I was in my meditation. I came out of my meditation and started walking around the house. And pretty soon it was like, you know how like when you, you plug in a computer sometimes and everything just sort of falls in place? Yes, yeah, yeah. that, That's what it felt like in my brain. Everything just felt, I could see each page that you see in that book. I saw the picture of the dog, um, the pet parents. I saw the promise with the the paw print and, you know, watermark behind it. It was just visually and and the message, everything just came to me very quickly. Well, that is cool. It was was really
1: fun. The first book is Being a Super Pet Parent. And why I was interested, I usually don't have authors on unless I agree with them. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Obviously. But anyway, so as I got to reading this and I'm like, wow, she's got it. And so that's why I was excited. Plus, you live in Minnesota, so the Minnesota author is even even grander. <laughs> Great. Okay. Great. So so explain that being a, your first book is being a super pet parent. Explain that one. Well, my I had a a dog. I I had a Portuguese water dog many
3: years ago, and um, he he uh, came down with cancer, and we we had to put him away, and it was a very sad experience. And we didn't think we wanted another dog, but when we did decide, after I left corporate America and I thought I had more time, I brought another dog into my life, another <laughs> Portuguese water dog. And I just have to say, Katie, the whole experience was so different. Uh-huh. The the other pet parents, the veterinarians, the uh, even just the pet food stores, the trainers, the breeders, everybody were, they just, it felt to me at that time like there was almost a movement happening to make the dog, everybody wanted to make the world a better place for dogs by educating people about dogs. And I just sort of felt like I wanted to be a part of that. And I, I wasn't a veterinarian and I wasn't a trainer, but I was a committed pet parent. And before I knew it, I had a TV show about dogs. And we aired 48 episodes and I had a different breed, a different breeder, different activities, sport, canine sport activity. I had a standing vet and a standing trainer. And we had just, a. it was a wonderful experience. And we had the dogs on the set. It was a very good experience. And I realized being exposed to all this education, I started taking care of my new dog Ben very differently than I did my my prior dog. And I realized that if that happened to me, I really wanted to share that experience with other pet parents so they could have a better experience with their dog. They could have a relationship with their dog
1: that would include Seeing things from the dog's perspective—that's exactly my. I tell everybody, I want to get when I in my dog classes. I said I know how to train a dog. I got to get you to get the best out of the dog. I got to get you to understand it from the oh. dog's point of view, and that's why I was tickled about uh, this book. And it came out in 2015, and it was uh, like I said, I as I got to read it, and I'm like, okay, she gets it, she gets it, and you know, I we all have a gift. We're born with a gift, and if we're lucky enough to make a living with a gift, uh, or lucky enough to you know come across realize what gift we do have and and to work with that gift and you've got the gift you know to, oh. from seeing the dog you know from the dog's point of view and you know it, it, you know, it's like an aha moment because a lot of people ask me, how do I know so much about dogs? And what mm-hmm. I, I tell everybody is that, like, you know what? I think I was a dog in a prior life and I had to come <laughs> back as a human to teach all you guys about how a dog thinks. <laughs> oh, how lovely. That is yeah. very, very Because lovely. that's exactly what it's all about is understanding it because everybody tries to uh humanize uh, the the dog and the bottom line Absolutely. is they, they are mm-hmm. a dog and they think a certain way as in some are a little bit different than others you know depending on the breed or the personality and that's another thing you, you know person, uh breeds have trait you know i mean uh, instincts you know that they're bred for like you know golden retrievers retrieve you know uh, hound dogs the whole world since at the end of their nose but basically what you have to work with is their personality you know, there's, a, a, and, and people don't get that. They just think a dog is a dog is a dog. And it's like, well, in some ways, yes, but many ways you, there again, you're working with the personality. So that's why you Absolutely. did a really good job with this. Now, like, okay, like here, like uh, uh, the part one. So you want to become a pet parent. And then what motivates us to want a dog in your life? That is, that's a really good one. A uh, good chapter too. respecting our differences as re- and responding a- appropriately, Boy, that's a big word for me. I'm glad you didn't ask me to spell it. But anyway, (laughs) the time, money, and responsibility and pathway to adoption of breeder. You know, you just summed it up so perfectly and it's it's a good read and it's a quick read. You know, it's not philosophical read that's where a lot of times I think some people get broke <laughs> oh really that, well they start getting it too philosophical you know I mean is they instead of talking to the person they're talking above the person and you, you did really sure. you did an awesome job can you hold on a sec we got to run to break sure. you know we got to pay the bills. so so Donna if you could okay. hold on we're talking to author Donna Donna how do you say your last name Donna oops are you there Donna I am I will hold on no problem okay yeah but what's your last name how do you say it? Ciccone. Ciccone. Okay, Ciccone. I, didn't want, yeah, I didn't want to mess it up. Okay, sit tight. Oh. We'll be right back. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Carly's song. you got to wait a little minute here. Sorry, Donna. We have to wait. We have to let Carla do her thing. Good going, Carly. There you go. All right, if you just tune in, this is the Skitty Show. And we are talking to a wonderful author, Donna Ciccone. Cone? Problem. What? Are you there? I'm. Here. Oh, there I'm here. you go. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing things. I'm, I'm laughing at Carly mm-hmm. over there too, but anyway, okay. And she wrote two books. Her very first book was being a super pet parent, and then the, the second one she wrote was Pet Parent Formations, Thirty Promises from You to Your Beloved Dog. And so, but getting back to the original book you uh, you wrote in 2015, this is really it's it's almost kind of like a a great book that if you're new to the dog well for whether you have been in the dog world and now you just need that aha moment (laughs) or if Mm -hmm. you yeah yeah or if you just get it want to get into it so like i said the way you laid it out and and your thoughts and everything are are phenomenal and then plus having port portuguese water span now did you hunt them at all or are they just buddies they're just buddies okay and they're very smart dogs aren't they Oh my gosh, yeah. they are they're like a human toddler child. Oh gosh, yeah.
3: Challenging you. Yeah. They just are. But You're... um I wanted to say one more thing about my first book sure. here Katie if
1: I could. Oh, you bet. Um
3: what I wanted to do when I wrote that was provide a pet parent with everything that they would need to know from the beginning to the very end. And you did that well. If, <laughs> if they bring a dog into their life in the beginning with just thinking about wanting a dog to saying goodbye to a dog.
1: Yep. Yeah. You did a very eloquently, very good, like I said, it's, well, some of the, on the back of the book, it says, um, you know, you've got some people that have written uh, reviews in and, and said with incredible energy, Donna <laughs> works to educate others on all aspects of not just having a dog, but sharing our lives with them. And, and that's for, from uh, Kate, a, a veterinarian, and then being uh-huh. a super pet. Parent will transform your approach and bring you and your dog a lifetime of rich rewards. So you, you, you've done an awesome job here. Now, where can they buy these books?
3: Thank you, Katie, so much. It means a lot to me. I, 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 you can purchase my books um, at on through Amazon, but through my website, if you wanted to, it might be easier. Okay, and that is very simple. It's Super Pet
1: be. That's really easy. I like when people do that, the name of that. (laughs) That is really good. So SuperPetParent.com, they can get a hold of this, these books, and then, like, with the paw for me. You got anything else on your table that you're thinking about? Oh,
3: yeah. I'm writing, I'm taking my first book that we're talking about, Being a Super Pet Parent, and I'm rewriting it for people who don't like to read
2: books. Ooh.
3: Um, I'm going to be doing some, um, animal picture animation, like for example, when I talk about grooming and bathing, I'll have a bathtub with a dog in it, but it'll just be black and white sort of animated drawing. And then I'm going to have to-do lists, pros and cons, do's and don'ts, top tens, qualities that I'll have for all the various topics in my first book, just so that people can scan, because I know a lot of people
1: don't want to take the time to even read well and you book. know a bingo thing here I see now personally I have to touch and feel and hold a book I do not write mm-hmm. I do not read anything online drives me up a, a tree I do my daughter <laughs> time me once. she says you know what my you only sit at the, uh, the computer for maybe 10 minutes and then you're up and going again and so that's <laughs> what I mean I but I love the feel of a book the, to hold it and so that that is a really cool way to think of it too because people are so impatient and such in a hurry that they don't want to they don't want to quick scan it but they might miss something and so by what you rewriting that that's an awesome idea well
3: I want them to get the information and if it means you know breaking it down like that if they'll at least you know read that much of it they'll get the gist they'll get the basic information
1: well you anything else you'd like to tell my listeners you've done an awesome job with these books
3: well, thank you so much. I, I want you to know, Katie, that I went to your website and I
1: researched you to make sure that we were compatible in philosophy. Ah, good. Well, I and read your we, book before when you when you said that, oh, I'll send you a copy. And I've got, I get many authors that send me copies, you know, and I start scanning them. It's like, yeah, not up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> and when you, when yours came, I'm just, I, I, you know, I have a bad habit. I just open the book and, and wherever it li- I land, I start reading. I don't even know what I, I have to figure out because I always read it like I know nothing about dogs. Are you going to teach me something? Number one, and number, and what is your view of it? How to go about it? I don't read it as okay. What is this? But anyway, so and and from the first page, you grabbed me, and uh, then I actually it's sat wonderful. down. And, I actually sat down and read the book. <laughs> so. I'm so
3: grateful, and I thank you so much for doing that. And I I think our mi- our mission is mutual. I oh, yes. I really want people to enjoy their dogs as much as possible. And I want our dogs to be able to have the best quality of life possible. Okay. Uh, You know, they're so dependent on us. They're really here for, to be with us. And so if, if we just overlook them or take them
1: for granted, we're missing out on so very much.
3: Yeah, no, that's
1: very true. And there's so much, I got into dog training through 4-H when I was 12 years old it Was my Irish setter named Rusty. And I was always kind of the Pied Piper of the dog, you know, neighborhood. But uh, when once I learned on how to understand them and actually teach them something, you know, but it was like, wow, this is so cool. Because people, you know, some owners have them where they work hard all day, they come home and they want they want the dog to, they, they want to see the dog but not hear them, you know, just shut up until I get to you. <laughs> I like exactly. do a two-legged kid sometimes. And then they wonder why they're having so much trouble you know with the dog as far as because people think they can run them and run them and run them and run them and and that will tire them out and i tell you but that all that does is build an athlete you know what took a half hour to tucker him then all of a sudden it's an hour then all of a sudden it's two hours and but uh, but you want to if you really want to get to understand and know your dog and work well as a team you have to mentally work them you have to get you know get inside understand where they're coming from and teach Uh them stuff and so something as simple as teaching or training or uh, as uh, naming all your dog's toys so then you get go get the red ball go get uh, pinky dog whatever absolutely it's so cool but yeah so i was really i was happy that you're like like you say on our same avenue and so you're a delight donna i just i greatly appreciate it so once again what website can they go and take a look at your books uh, be, uh, just superpetparent.com. Okay,
3: superpetparent.com.
1: Well, all right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for the books and thank you and for signing. That was greatly appreciated. And then uh, you take care and hopefully our paths will cross again.
3: I hope so, Katie. Thank you for all you do to well, make it better for our dogs and our, our pet parents
1: too. Well, right thank back you. at you. Take care, kiddo. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow. These books really are good. You know, I, it's very seldom that I get, you know, tickled. And when I could, like I said, I just opened the book in the middle and just started reading. And I'm like, I didn't even know what chapter I was in. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's kind of funny. Well, yeah. And, and anyway, so but that's just the thing is, does it grab me? Do I have to know what was previous? Yeah. Or what, you know? How? Right. And then her philosophy, I, I was just tickled pink to have somebody that was kind of on the same wavelength. Because a lot of trainers think that I'm antiquated, you know, (laughs) uh, because I still use training collars where needed and stuff like that. I'm not treat-orientated. And then I'm all about getting the people to understand their dog from the dog point of view. And so it's it's pretty cool. Okay, who's up next?
2: Okay, we're going to talk to Jeremy. And Jeremy has a dog that has, like, skin irritations. He's got, like, red bumps and stuff. Oh, no. All
1: right. Hey, Jeremy, how you doing?
0: Good, how you doing?
1: Good. What kind of dog do you have?
0: French Bulldog.
1: And how old? A year and a half. All right. What food are you feeding? What's that? What food are you feeding? Uh,
0: Royal Canin, the French
1: Bulldog breed. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. First of all, okay, because usually when there's skin problems, uh, oh, now have you had the vet checked it? I had the vet checked it out yet to find out it's not a fungus or a, or a, a mange or anything.
0: Exactly. Neither of that. Uh, He's been in and he actually got a prednisone shot and it seemed to have cleared up his irritations for about maybe three months. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then
0: it came back again.
1: Yep. 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 Because what you did is you masked the problem. You didn't, you didn't correct the problem. Okay. What I would do uh, with the Frenchies, because the Frenchies, all your bulldogs, even your English bulldogs, uh, they have a lot of skin and digestive issues. All right. What I would, is this the only dog you have?
0: Uh, We've actually got two Frenchies, and one has an issue, and the other one has no issues.
1: Okay. Um, I would strongly recommend that you rotate over to a raw diet for about two to three months total raw uh that's a formulated raw the kind that you can go to the store you know in the pet store go to their freezer section and the thing is rotate them into that and because what we want to do is empty out his system so because some dogs uh they just can't deal with the, the processed food uh, uh end of it and we got to get his better There also the dog needs a uh, probiotic digestive enzymes uh extra virgin coconut oil and then you need omega-3 and 6 sources because of that's usually the, a lot of the problem is the low omega threes and sixes and th- there's a lot there's a lot of uh, you can g- go get it through um, get it through uh, fish oils in, as far as you know whether you, you choose salmon, krill, whatever, or sardine. and then also you can uh, get it through what they call phytoplankton phytoplankton that's what fish eat to get. They're omega 3s so we can get it from the fish, if that makes any sense. Okay, <laughs> so it's yep. called phytoplankton, and you want to make sure it's an organic source, not, um, uh, yeah, because there's good and bad in in that, and that's what I would do. And some of the raw formulas that I like, I like uh, O uh, O is an Oscar, C is in cat, uh, O C raw. Okay, okay. I like, uh, raw bistro. You want to turn your radio down? Cause I'm hearing myself. <laughs> yep. Thank you. It's like, no hey, somebody else is telling the same thing. <laughs> so we got OC raw. We got raw bistros and I like tuckers. Those are the three raw formulas that I rotate through. And one thing you're going to notice when you get into the, the raw end of it, uh, is, you know, so most dogs would have are dealing, especially your boxers, you know, the, the bully breed kind of they, like I said, they have so much going on. And so that's why by going there, and then after two, three months, when you got everything, you know, squared away, it's coats, gorgeous, everything's doing good. Then if you want to add in maybe some dehydrated dog food, or maybe you want maybe once a week or twice a week, you, you do the, the, but you want to do the good kibble. Okay. And what I want you to do is that you got the Royal Canaan for French bulldogs, right? I want uh-huh. you to go to just a regular Royal Canaan, you know, uh, food. All right. And okay. I want you to take a look at the label and look at what is how it's made up, and then like the protein content and stuff like that. You're going to find the difference is so slight, there is no difference, but you're paying through the nose to have them say, this is good for a French bulldog. Do you really think one dog is different than another? That's like saying humans, like, okay, if you're Mexican and I'm not, (laughs) okay, that you need one kind of food and I need another kind of food. No, it's it. That's not the way it works. A dog is a dog. There is no difference as far as what. But that's that 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 in that particular brand is making a gazillion dollars by people thinking that this is just for like the French bulldog or the German shepherd or the Schnauzer. They don't ever read the label. They just look at the picture. And so we take a go and look at the Royal Canin regular line. Okay, and it's obviously if you're feeding a chicken, then you get whatever their chicken recipe is. Okay, and then Mm -hmm. compare the two and you're going to find like i say the difference is so slight there is no difference especially like okay. in the protein and the uh, and uh, the more the protein and the, the fat and such like that okay but the, but oh. the bi- go ahead
0: no i'm listening oh
1: okay so yeah so that's what i would do but you also need like i say the probiotic the digestive enzymes um and then i would also add extra virgin coconut oil uh, and what that is, uh, uh, it's one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight, all right? But you have to okay. build real slowly, like over two weeks to what you want we're going to feed. Because if you go too fast, he would, the dog will get the runs, all right? But that, that will take any inflammation out in his gut system. It also adds in the good fats for his coat. And I don't know if you, have you ever heard of green tripe?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Okay, green tripe is really nuts. And so we'll talk about that. we got to run for a minute here. and So we'll, well, when we get back, we'll talk. So hold on the line. Don't hang up, okay? Okay, this sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over a lazy dog. What's very unique about that sentence? Be back. That would be me, Katie Canine. All right. Okay, let's get right to that. The, sen- the sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over a lazy dog. What is unique about that that sentence? Um, um, I feel like I know this one, but I can't remember. You read it? It yeah. does. It uses every letter in the alphabet. Oh, Every yeah. letter in the alphabet. Yeah. The quick brown fox jumps over a lazy dog. Yes. Isn't that cool? That is very cool. I, I think like that's that way one. cool. I like yeah. that one. I know it. It's always fun. Now, there you go. Okay, we're talking to Jeremy. Jeremy, you still with us? Hi, Jeremy. Hello. Okay, what uh, green tripe is, it stinks like all, oh God, is it stink. But it is, because it's kind of like the cow digest, you know, the uh, intestines. But dogs are having a lot of skin problems such like this. Oh man, it, it really, it does wonders for them. <clears throat> so you might, if you want to learn more about green uh, go, um, tripe, go to greentripe.com green okay. tripe.com. You can also, there's a gal up in, um, uh, at Four Perfect Pets in North St. or Oakdale, technically. Uh, she carries it. She's a dealer in green tripe. And so she's got the many different kinds and such like that. So, but I would also add that to the dog's diet too. But what you want to do is start, you know, get the, the, like we talked to probiotic digestive enzyme, coconut oil, maybe green tripe, get them on a raw diet. One thing you're going to notice about with the raw, that the, with, once you finally get them on all the supplements and, and the raw within two weeks, you're going to notice a huge difference all right and then it only gets better from that that going on cuz some dogs uh just having a total processed diet it does is not does not work for them between they have tummy issues or if they have gas or like i say skin issue issues so then what you have to do is then you have to go now if you do and when if you now let's say you've been 3 4 months on you know the raw, and if you want to incorporate some, uh, whatever you call it, some dry food or processed food, uh, the one that I would choose for your dog would be the Pure Vita line, P-U-R-E-V-I-T-A. And the reason is because it's called it's a single source protein. Where if it says turkey, it's only turkey. If it's beef, it's only beef. Duck, it's only duck. That's a rarity in the dog world because usually they use a combination of different meats to get to the protein level that it says on the bag. And so that's why, like I said, I would try that Pure Vita. Uh, and, uh, and go from there. But that's what you need to do to just, just start your journey. And then you can go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com and they uh, put in, um, skin issues and, uh, they've got tons of articles start reading and start getting your program and try to do things, uh, naturally instead of, you know, all this, crap that will just mask the problem and then as soon as it uh that you get off the meds or whatever it wears down you're right back in the same thing it's all comes down to what they eat and and good supp- supplements okay
0: perfect i appreciate all your information and uh we will start them on a new diet as soon as... uh.
1: Yeah, just rotate into everything. You know, just don't pull one. Rotate it all. And the dog's doo-doo will tell you. And then one thing, you'll be really surprised, you know, when the dogs are on raw, that their doo are so small, people think that, wait a minute, I'm used to landmines. Where is the poop? Well, because there's no... um fillers you know in the raw diet they there's so little poops and then when it rains the poop dissipates because there's no process there's no not other stuff in there and so don't get don't get in a panic state you know because the dog isn't pooping as much it's just because he can utilize everything that's going in he can absorb it and use it okay
0: perfect thank okay. you so much
1: you bet keep me posted will do all right take care bye-bye <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's people just don't realize. But when dogs are broke like that, when they're had, dealing with ongoing ear infections, ongoing, then what you got to do is you got to look into supplements. You got to look into changing the diet. And uh, and like I say, the Pure Vita from Nutrisource is just uh, Pure Vita, Vita, whatever, uh, is is really just so awesome because it is a single source protein. You know, they've got a grain-free line and a non-grain-free. You know, I'm not a, i am not I do not like, believe in having dogs be on a total uh, grain-free diet. Uh, You know, you want to rotate it. Non-grain-free, one bag, then grain-free. Non-grain-free, then grain-free. Rotate that dog's diet. Remember, dogs are put on this earth to be scavengers, to eat everything and anything. They're the cleanup crew, all right? Well, then lucky them. They find us humans. And we bring them into our house, and we feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day. And that's why dogs that are fed table scraps and probably not hardly any processed food at all usually live longer if they don't get too fat because they have such a variety. One day they're having pizza, and then they're having scrambled eggs and, and chicken and, and hamburger. And they'll live longer because they're getting the variety of meats and enzymes. It's, it's really way cool. So anyway, okay, where are we at?
2: Uh, we can take another caller. Do you want to go to adopt, adopt a husky? sure carolyn's yeah, yeah. So she's she's okay. waiting let's go tip yeah. card all right carolyn
1: oh carolyn yep. there we go yep. okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay hey carolyn how you doing good katie thanks for having me on today i really appreciate well, it well no problem so what's going on in the in the rescue world there the adopt a husky
4: yes thank you so i'm going on behalf of adopt a husky minnesota and we are an all-volunteer non-profit 501c3 breed specific rescue And we're dedicated to the welfare of displaced Siberian Huskies.
1: Uh And we're
4: committed to providing the highest level of care through fostering, rehabilitation, medical care, which we do have some current in, in foster right now. Extensive breed education, which is super important with specifically Huskies, to not only adopters, but the general public. Okay. And the reason I'm calling is to help promote our Woo Woo Palooza, which is our annual fundraising event. Okay, what is that? It's a
1: cool name. (laughs) Yeah. So
4: Woo Woo Palooza is our largest fundraising event of the year, which we are holding next Saturday, May 11th, at Lakefront Park in Prior Lake, Minnesota, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. So Uh we will have a silent auction, raffle items, games, We're also going to have something very important, discounted microchipping, which is very important to get your dogs microchipped.
2: Yeah.
4: We'll have nail trims. We're going to also have dog and human vendors available. Okay. So for dog vendors, we're going to have vendors that sell raw bones, bandanas, um, you know, beds, and, you know, things like that. Okay. We'll also have ice pools for the dogs because huskies tend to get hot. Oh, you so got that right. <laughs> you got that
1: right. They love, so they don't want to, yep. well, you could be 30 below outside and that dog says, okay, come on in. The dog looks, huskies look at you, whether it's a Malmute or samoyed, or whatever. They look at you and go, uh, excuse me, I'm fine. Just you go back into exactly. your nice little warm house.
4: <laughs> exactly. It's because they have that double coat. And yep. that's another reason why we're very, strong on our education piece to the general public because sometimes people don't understand that huskies are adaptable and can live or survive in that type of weather so when we have our large events like this it is very important for the public to come out say hi pet some of our dogs meet us and learn about
1: our dogs right and the thing is everybody is enamored with the huskies for the fact that they look wolf and people you yes. know whoa wow but they forget that is a true working dog for pulling so yes. they're not yes. their natural is not to walk next to you but to walk out in front of you you know And you but too. now I'm really was happy when skajoring started coming in so they could actually mm-hmm. get you know that's when the dog pulls you whether it's on roller skates or on snow uh, and you have to train them for that because it gives the dog mentally something to do physically something to do and And uh, then the dog is going to be, because this is not a lap dog. Huskies are not lap dogs.
4: They are certainly not a lap dog. And we will actually have a section set up for demos. So people want to learn how to get into scheduling or sledding with their dogs or even taking carts out with their dogs, Mm -hmm. whether it's a Husky or a non-Husky that is built to pull. We do have demos available to show people the proper setup for that. So it's a very fun event to come out to. We'll also have a provision poll. So, we have liquor, beer, and wine for people to pull off. Oh, sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the fun event. Everyone comes to that and they have a good time. Oh, good. Um, Yeah. Currently, Adopt a Husky Minnesota has 16 foster dogs waiting for their forever home. All right. A A few of these Huskies have been in foster care for some time. We have two, for example, Winston and Willow, that have been with us for more than 600 days. Oh, my. Yes. Both Winston and Willow are fearful of people. Oh, okay. And so their foster families are working and have spent many hours showing them that humans are kind and yeah. can be trusted. Yeah, I know. And that's a huge, important piece of
1: rescue. It's oh, exactly. Our foster well, see, dogs,
4: that people are kind and can be trusted. Right.
1: And the big thing is, is that people think that, oh, I can all I have to do is bring them home, hug them and love them. And in two weeks, mm-hmm. the dog will be all better. That's not it. Nope. They've got to be the reality. It is a lot of work. And I, I commend those fosters that are taking the time because it is painstaking just when you're, you took 10 steps up and all of a sudden you're two steps behind and it's just kind of Absolutely. like uh, it, but eventually it all comes forward my little ethel it, it took does. it took two years with my little ethel she's just a little toy poodle and it because she uh, people boom, she'd evaporate he <laughs> had to find her <laughs> so it was just crazy but okay once again so that's miss saturday may 11th and what was the time nine to noon nine a.m to 2 p.m 2 p.m okay and it's going to be in yep. prior lake yep prior
4: lake Lakefront Park on prior lake it's going to be a great time and so then what is fun. rain or shine? We're going to be there.
1: All right. Now what the uh, website that people could find out more info and, and just find out more about who's up for adoption. What's the website?
4: Absolutely. It's Adopta Husky, Minnesota, all spelled out.
1: Dot org. Okay, well, i thank you so much, and you're so kind to call in. And, and any time you need me, just give a holler, and we'll be happy. Because now, I my event Bark for Life is that same day down in Bar, oh, okay. but we're we're on the other side of the cities. We're down in Bayport. <laughs> okay,
4: well, that's a fun time too. It's all about the dogs, and we just appreciate you having us on today to no, get the word out about our
1: event. No problem. I'd love to be able to come to yours, but I can't be at two places at once. I bet you I, you know, I'll be a little crazy. Plus, my grandkids are here, so so anyway, well, so they could make telephone. I wish you lots of luck with that fundraiser. And again, it's adopt a husky, Minnesota spelled out, correct? Correct. .org. Yes, Katie. Okay. That's correct. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Katie. Have a great day. Thank you. You so. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Where am I at? Here we are. Trivia. Trivia. Yeah. Trivia. How long, what is the lifespan of a housefly? fly? What is the lifespan of a house fly? Be back. Thank you for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me, uh, Katie K9 here on MyTalk1071.com. Uh, podcast. Uh, if you want to listen to my podcast and anyway, uh, all the shows on, on MyTalk1071.com, that we got a podcast, we got an app. You can win prizes, and it's, it's, it's a great place. MyTalk is a phenomenal. Love it. Been here 17 years. Hard to believe. Okay, housefly. So if you can't catch that housefly in your, in your house, how many days will they live? Have any idea? I want to say like two. Uh, No, they're, they're a little bit longer than that. Do they? <laughs> yeah. They oh. last. Lifespan is 14 days. Oh. 14 days. So, That's you quite go. impressive. So if you, if you have a fly shows up, and, uh, I think Donna from um, Donna and Steve. Yeah. She, I think she had a house fly that I think she named Carl or Frank or something like that. Oh, gosh. And then it died. And then it died. it died. Because it's, you know, 14 days, yes. you know, you can't yeah, make it yeah, good Two free. weeks, hey. Yeah, But she always saw it in the same place. And I had one in my car for a long time. Oh, yeah. that would drive me nuts. Yeah. Well, you learned to just ride in the dash and not bug me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was happy about that. That's good. That's good. So anyway, okay, let's
2: uh, head to the phone lines. Okay, we're going to talk to Tanya. And Tanya has a question about her dog, which is a golden, whose teeth are chattering. All right.
1: Hi, Tanya. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Yep. We can hear you. How old is is your dog? Uh, He's 11. 11 years old. Okay. And so what's going on?
4: Well, periodically I will notice that his teeth chatters. And I'm just curious about why that might happen.
1: Okay. It it could be a a nerve problem, a nervous problem. It can be, you know. He is a little bit anxious. Yep. And, and so it could be uh, neurological also. Has he always done this, or is this something recent?
4: Um, I've only noticed that three or four times, and he's very food-motivated, and
1: it seems to be before I'll put food in his dish. Right. Or right after he has finished eating. Okay, uh, it's it's like you know how you get really excited, you know, <laughs> uh, about something. You're just so excited that you know either you, you're jumping or you're bouncing or you're wiggling or whatever. And some dogs <laughs> will chatter their teeth like that. It's like a chop 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 from from excitement. All right, and so uh, that that's usually uh, the the main reason for that. Okay, it's that the, is what I suspect. Right, yeah. No, it's there be some neurological reasons why he might do it? Uh, Over-vaccination sometimes will cause it, you know, because that causes nerve damage. Sometimes a rabies shot, it might, because that affects the nervous system, the rabies shot. And so, you know, so you you don't know. It could be a side, but you don't know for sure. So that that would be the whole thing. But have you looked it up? Uh, You know what you should do is... uh, uh, check out a couple websites. Why do, do dogs' teeth seem to click or chatter? I have not, but, okay. but I have. My Gilligan does that. My little ten pound Yorkie, Karen Terrier, and that's usually sure. when he's over over the edge. You know where he's just like somebody's at the door, and he's just like, oh boy, oh boy, 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 boy. <laughs> I'll look, and all of a sudden his bottom teeth are da 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 da, and I'll just say, hey, just settle, just settle, and then eventually all of a sudden. Okay, he breathes, and then everything is all better again. All right? Great. Okay.
4: May I ask one more question sure. about hard work? And um, I know that you don't recommend year-round right. prevention.
1: Right. When should I start again? Well, DogsNaturallyMagazine.com did an awesome article. Are you, Oh, are you on Facebook? Are you a friend of my Facebook page? Um I'm not but I'm going to be now. <laughs> okay, I just posted three great articles on my Katie K9 Facebook page that are awesome okay. and that'll give you all the informations if you choose to do heartworms why when how often now in Minnesota because what you got to remember is heartworm works backwards. All right? Where is if you give it April 1st is for any mosquitoes in March. May 1st for April mosquitoes in April. June 1st for mosquitoes yeah. in May. July 1st for mosquitoes in June. Now usually in Minnesota here because we have winter, All right. We usually don't start getting bugged by the mosquitoes, really, um, until May. You know, I mean, like the end of uh, like Memorial Weekend might be the the weekend. So in in a couple of the articles there, they said that in Minnesota, we should not start the heartworm until um, uh, July 1st. So that would take care of June. Okay, so uh, July 1st and the last one should be either October 1st or November 1st is what it should be in in Minnesota here because we have winter. Okay. And uh, and then also, too, remember, uh, you know, there's, I'm going to pick on HeartGuard. Uh, There's HeartGuard and then there's HeartGuard Plus. Okay, do you know what the plus is? No. All right. And this is what everybody's got to learn to do is read the labels and understand. Because what that is, is that the plus means that your dog is getting dewormed once a month. And that is not a good idea. That will really put many dogs' guts into a stale spin, especially okay. as the older the dogs are. Because no dog or cat or human or horse should be wormed unless you know that they have worms. And then what is going to be your plan, your course? Because what works for one worm doesn't work for another worm all right and so that's why if you choose to do heartworm preventative it's not a preventative actually so what it is is that that you give the pill right and then the in the, the mosquito has to bite your dog in ordinary and put the larva into the system and then that chemical is circling circulating in the system and then that will kill the larva. All right. So it's not a preventative okay. that that is, you know, hovering in the dog system, you know, continuously as long as you're giving it. And I would strongly recommend not doing the shot. They've had a lot of adverse reactions. If you're going to do something like that, then just do the monthly. All right. OK. Yes. Thank you. OK, better. You bet. Have a great day. Bye bye. bye, bye. Now. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Say, do you know what Cinco de Mayo is? Okay, Cinco uh, de Mayo means fifth day of May in Spanish. Yes, it does. All right. Okay, the, this day marks the victory of a small, poorly armed force of around four thousand five hundred soldiers over the French invasion of a well armed, professional army led by Napoleon. The, let's see, Napoleon the Third and that uh uh let's see that had about 8000 ser- soldiers so we went 4500 for the little guys uh-huh. 8000 for napoleon this battle is popularly known as the legendary battle of puebla p u e b l l a puebla okay thank you uh, the battle lasted for four hours and ended in victory of a small Mexican army under General Oh Jiminy Christmas. I should have Alexis here so she can do these Spanish words or her on hill. <laughs> what okay. a- I N Hold on I got a I G N A C I O. Ignacio Inacio? Spell it again. I G N A C I O Ignacio. Ignacio, okay. Uh, so Cinco de Mayo became a huge celebration with pomp and gaiety, and, and fiestas in the traditional Mexican style. So that's what uh, Cinco de Mayo is, all right? Uh-huh. All right. That's cool. Yeah, I know it. But see, everything gets mixed up with... Uh, Everybody a lot of people think that it is it's confused with the Mexican Independence yes. Day, yes. which is celebrated on the sixteenth of September. Yes. All yep. right. So that so they're two different days. They are. There you go. Yep. Okay. They both both
2: involve like
1: winning something. Yeah, but this yeah. is
2: this is just a little this is uh I I wouldn't well, I mean it's a m more minor than getting their
1: independence right but uh, boy for but, a 4500 yeah. uh, army to go up a guy at eight thousand, yeah. oh no and come out smelling like hello we kicked it's old still butt. amazing that's, that's amazing it really is all right i hey you got, I've got questions please give a call 651-641-1071 that's 651-641-1071 all right um also too let's see we got uh remember may next may 11th uh next week may 11th. i feel bad that adopt a husky theme. that's it's awesome uh, but uh, then we also got Bark for Life next Saturday too, so that's huge. Say so, you know, you heard earlier the the commercial for Lun Seth. Okay, Lun Seth Lun Lun Seth is uh, hopefully we're going to have maybe on next Sunday. They were okay. going to talk about organic, uh, you know, how to do things organically with your lawns and your gardens and such to keep your pets safe and your, and your kids safe and you safe. And uh, that's why remember if your if your lawn does not have any worms or does not have any ants. Guess what? You have a toxic lawn. Nothing can live in it, and so everybody might say, "Yay, I have no ants." You know what? I'm sorry. That's a that's a, my my ants on a, my uh, your lawns. Uh, no, not on my lawn. No. Uh, on my sidewalk. Oh yeah, on on the, the yeah, 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 yeah. So they're they're living very nicely. That's good. <laughs> yes, and so yes, I you know every once in a while I try to step over the little houses and such. <laughs> But uh, yes, so there's so many, we got to start paying attention to this folks because all that chemical and crap is not, you know, it's going into our earth and it's the side effects of everything. And there's a 70% chance of dogs getting lymphomas with people that use long chemicals. So think about that. It is crazy. Okay. So, uh, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. How much does a single elephant tooth weigh? A single elephant tooth. Be back.